Welcome to the Hello Hello World podcast with me, Candice Mollard. Hello Hello World is available wherever you stream podcasts. Please be sure to like, comment, and share. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. On today's episode, I'm speaking with Michelle Russell. This is a super fun episode to do. Uh, My first one-on-one with anyone. I had the pleasure of being at Michelle's store, Smudge, on Wyandotte. Really cool store. Everyone who hasn't checked it out really should check it out. I talked to her about mm, all types of things. It's a very full-packed show. Uh, I've gotten a lot of feedback, which I appreciate from everyone, on a lot of different things. Um, Right. I'm focusing on lengths of some of my shows Um, without being too strategic and planned out. I like them to be within a certain amount of time. Uh, Some feedback I have is that it's some episodes are too long. So uh, maybe just try and keep episodes a little bit shorter as far as my longer episodes, local business love episodes they are a different story. So Michelle and I chatted for about 40 minutes and then I shut off the recording, but then I enjoyed a really great uh, conversation with her afterwards, which initially I thought might, I might've wanted to keep recording, but then the more I thought about it, no, it was just a wonderful experience with a a wonderful like-minded soul. And I appreciate everything that this woman is about. Please check it out. I hope you learned something from this episode. Grab yourself some water or a coffee and thanks for listening. Uh, Hi everyone. I'm here with Michelle Russell from Smudge, full name Smudge Metaphysical Store. Yep. Fudge met fudge. Smudge metaphysical store. <laughs> um, this is my first one-on-one interview and I'm super looking forward to it. Usually we do this over the phone, but Michelle was so kind and generous to allow me to come into this beautiful space uh, that I still have goosebumps from. So uh, let's get started. This is Michelle. Hi Michelle. Hi. <laughs> Um, I want to start off by basically why I'm so intrigued to your lifestyle and this place we're in is the title that you carry as far as the witch of Walkerville. And when I heard that there was a witch of Walkerville, it spiked my, um, enthusiasm to uh, embrace, once again, come back to that side of myself and embrace the metaphysical side of who I've always loved and been. And, you know, I'd come into your store and I came in today feeling a lot less uh, intimidated, if you will. And this is just me being honest with you, like I was uh, in our last conversation. But it feels nice to be able to talk to you in person and not mm-hmm. just see you online Definitely. and be following your story. Um, so when you're given the name Witch of Walkerville and then you say, quote, on, it, may I quote, it means that I marry the practical and the spiritual. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. So what, do, what can you explain what that means to you? That 
that quote? Well, for me, walking a spiritual path is being practical. It isn't, it isn't something that's unattainable. It's not some big fantasy. You don't have to be perfect. Um, in fact, it's, it's the opposite. It's being, it's being practical. It's, it's being yourself. It's being human. So that's what being spiritual is all about. And so um, that's, that's huh. why I, I say that. Because that's what it is. Yeah. Yes. And, I mean, I don't know. That's really deep when you really think about that. Um, and you're an expert on remote spiritual and energy work. So what I looked into it in depth, but can you just explain what remote spiritual and energy work would mean? Like what you're an expert at that, right? So does that mean that you're are able to, you know, connect with energies or I'm just curious to know. I wouldn't I wouldn't call myself an expert in anything because I learn and grow every day. Okay. Um Doing remote work is just one of the abilities that I that I have. Um, I consider myself a spiritualist, which means I can work and communicate with spirit. So when I when I do spiritual work, uh, when I when I come here, when I'm dealing with with customers or clients uh, or making products, I have the ability to cross the veil and work with spirits as allies. So the spirits that I work with are my spiritual allies and they, they help me and they guide me um, throughout my day, I guess. Um, for me, it's just normal. I haven't really thought about it to put it in words, mm -hmm. uh, to be quite honest. I'm trying to like pull things out of the air here. It's to, part of you. To explain just... myself because I... I can't really explain it. It's just something that I do and feel very comfortable doing, mm -hmm. you know. So. so if some, say, um, for instance, somebody walks into your store and do you, do you feel a certain way about something around them energetically? Do you, or does that not happen? No, it, it only happens when you're being. No, it doesn't happen at all. Um, I have strict policies in my store for um, my employees and also for customers. Um, nobody has the right to read somebody without their permission. Um, nobody, it's like violating your personal space. Mm -hmm. Nobody has the right to just walk in your home and have a seat on your couch. When you come home, you're like, who the hell is this? Mm -hmm. So... I have very strict policies on that, and, and no, I don't really want to know everybody's business mm -hmm. at all. I have enough on my plate that I need to worry about myself, <laughs> and having a, a responsible and ethical spiritual practice isn't about showing off or, you know, I have people come in and they think they're Teresa Caputo, and I find it very amusing because it's disrespectful um, in my book and invasive. So, so... To have an ethical practice, I really uh, respect other people's privacy and boundaries. So, so no, nobody is. No. I don't want to know what's going on. And and um, I'm mostly, when I'm on the floor, I'm very shut off because I am very sensitive. So yeah. I, I don't want to 
You're just a normal person walking in here. Right. Yeah. And I love that aspect of your the way that you explain yourself because you did that uh, in our... Uh, Michelle and I had a very extensive, long conversation. <laughs> it was beautiful. She took the time to talk to me on the phone. And, um, you know, I told you about instances that happened with me. And now my ear's ringing. Um, and uh, I told you about a lady that I was targeting about rain boots in the store. And how, you know, every part of me took every part of me to not explain to her what I was feeling. And you said, no, don't do that. Yeah. You know, you know, that's the type of uh, person I like around is somebody who just says, no, you know, you can't. And, you know, I really wouldn't have to a stranger. However, um, it really was hard for me to not. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I respect that you're so in control with that. Um, And you were talking about when you are making things because you make so many I'm just going to call them, like, potions because it's the coolest word. Um, And oils and all of that stuff that you make. I really want to focus on that because when I, in looking at the products, I mean, the time that you even take to be descriptive online of what it is, what it will do for you, how it will work, the it's awesome. So tell me how the pro. Do you love that process of making these oils and things yes. for us to indulge in? I do. It's my f- absolute favorite thing yeah. to do. I I need more time to do it because everything is just so busy at the store right now. But, um, but yeah, I absolutely love making products. Uh, it's what I do. I work with nature and, and herbs and the spirit of the herbs and... and um, People come in here to get products to use for a specific energetic purpose. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoy making products for that. Um, How do you put those products to work? So I buy the Van Van Oil, which is, you know, those are the two I wrote down about Van Van Oil and Dragon Blood. Those are the two that mm-hmm. I know of. Yes. Um, do I know exactly what they do? No, but when I think of oils and intentions that's what I think of so how do you put those to work how does that how do you get the benefit out of what they are for well everybody everybody's different and so everybody you can use the products in all different ways because they're very versatile so depending on what products you use you can you can use them on yourself um, the trendy word I find lately is everybody uses intentions. Um, it's kind of a fluffy word for witchcraft and spell work. I guess it's more of a new age term that people are really using. Right. So basically when you're doing intention work, you're doing witchcraft and spell work. You know, you're, you're taking stones and setting intentions. You're doing this and setting intentions. And, and that's basically what witchcraft is. You know, when, when I take... Um, like Van Van and I want to clear my path and bring more good luck and love into my life and open my roads up, I'm going to take the oil, I'm going to, I'm going to take a, you know, a road opening candle and I'm going to dress it and I'm going to set my intentions on the candle and, and then, you know, and light it and ask, you know, for help to open my roads. And then I can take a cleansing bath and then use the oil in the bath and anoint myself when I go out because I want to, you know, bring this into my life, and uh, and so, 
it's they're all very versatile and mm. and then I make soap so you can take a shower and it's just adding that extra thought and um, intention I guess into your day mm. so mm. that's what those products are for so it, it when you opened this shop what was it 2015 because you got a BizX Award six months after yes. you opened. Amazing. Thank you. If I had a round of applause button, I would push it. <laughs> um, yeah, BizX is such a great magazine, great mm-hmm. vessel to learn about businesses. Um, so when you opened, did you know, did you always, or let's say, did you make that stuff before? Or did you open the shop and start making it? Or have you always been doing things like making soap and oil and products a few years before I opened I I would make things but for my own personal use I always just Mm -hmm. did things for my own personal practice um and and I've always done a lot of candle work and so when you when I do a lot of candle work because I do I practice um more like folk magic um and so you add herbs and you work with with nature and the spirit of things and and you dress your candles and all that stuff so I've always done that Mm. in my personal practice so to me it was just something natural for me to do and sell in a in a spiritual store because that's what people come in here for. And did it take off? Did it take a while? Because I would think that people would be in a city as Windsor you know, what is this? Yeah. The interest would probably be there, but, like, people really came in and, um, like, purchased things to use. Yeah. Right away. That's amazing. That's great. And they were probably so excited because there was nothing really, there wasn't, there still isn't anything like this store. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I think to some people, because it is different, you know, people have have their ideas or or maybe judgments but when they come in um it see you know they go oh Mm -hmm. it's beautiful in here Mm -hmm. it feels great in here everybody's so nice and fun in here you know so so it's a beautiful place guys you have to come in thank you (laughs) so you know i think to each his own um everything you know now, whatever floats your boat yeah some people like it some people don't um and now you have a probably a, a pretty regular following I mean yes it is it is extremely busy and um and I have customers that come from all over the place and I'm looking forward to when the borders open because on all my amazing American customers will start coming back yeah over, so oh so that'll be nice yeah for sure yeah you mentioned folk, folk magic. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, does it, <laughs> like, maybe, um, is that is that what you say you practice mostly? Is that what you enjoy most or gives you the most benefit? Yeah, I consider I my practice, I'm very eclectic, so I follow, I, I do some different paths, and... Um, I mostly, I would consider myself a root worker because I, I do work with plants and roots and nature um, and I, you know, things like that, so. Hmm. And yes, root work is, goes hand in hand with 
and voodoo. Yeah. Voodoo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and transformational magic. All those things are all the same. Yeah. Basically the same thing. Cool. Well, um, any sort of path I would think is transformational. Yeah. Because every every magical path that you're gonna follow, no matter what, has to really do with personal growth and the growth of the spiritual worker. So mm-hmm. and their their evolution here on the planet and oh, this is true. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> no matter what path, it doesn't matter if you're if you practice um, Buddhism or Santeria or hoodoo or voodoo or um, witchcraft or Christianity, Christianity, paganism. Yeah. If you're if you're really working a a spiritual path, then you're really looking inside yourself. You know, because you can't grow grow and progress in life if you not don't get very in tune with with your inner workings as a human being and, and why you do things and what you need to change and grow and, mm-hmm. and you're always learning. Mm-hmm. So yeah. any, any spiritual path, right. it's the same thing. doesn't matter what it's called, what it's labeled. It's yeah. basically all the same thing. You're reaching to kind of figure out things and mm-hmm. who you are. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and I always tell myself it's a little morbid, but I really believe that we don't really, really know until the very end. It's sounds weird, but until like the end of our time here, mm-hmm. I believe that we don't really know the path fully. That's right. what I believe. Yeah, and, then and when it's over, is different. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want um wanted to talk to you about this instance that happened with me, uh, with a family member of mine who was in hospice, and um they give so much great if you've been to hospice mm-hmm. great um literature for you to read up on and i was reading a pamphlet about how your your um loved one may act in in death mm-hmm. and i was glad i read it which i i am a reader so i will take all the literature that i can and all the books i'll look through in the little room that they had and it said specifically that Towards the end of life, you know, nurses and doctors have seen that people will, they use nurses and doctors because this is a, you know, um, will see people reaching out, grasping, talking with Mm -hmm. their loved ones. And I was so glad to see that because it happened to me and I, I watched him grasping my family members are probably, yeah, we've heard this story so many times, but it was really important for me to see that connection that he was having, you know? Um, so that was, that was a really cool experience. Has anything, have you ever experienced anything like that? Like, do you know what I, no one has ever said that they know what I mean. They listen, Mm -hmm. but you know, I wonder if that anything uh, like that, because you're also very, um, spiritually in tuned has happened to you. Yes. Well, before I opened my store, I used to work at a long-term care facility for the city of Windsor. 
Um, so that was a regular thing mm. um, because that's where people went for end of life oh, care. <laughs> and and so you know we that was part of our job where we we'd have to sit with people who were palliative and and then you know clean their body and get them dressed you know mm-hmm. um, after mm-hmm. they've passed and and so it really doesn't phase me because I've seen it so much okay and. And then a few years ago when my father-in-law passed away, um, it was actually kind of funny, um, and not funny, like disrespectful, but, (laughs) but they're, um, you know, older, older French Catholic and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I opened my store and they really didn't know what I did and really didn't want to know and didn't care, but they always wanted to know, well, are you making money? You know? And yeah, yeah it's, it's doing, important. It's doing good. Right. So, okay. Good. Right. Um, didn't understand at all what I did. And, um, and then when my father-in-law was in, in hospice and he, he started seeing stuff on the other side, which is very normal. And so he would complain and get very agitated. There's a man beside me. He won't shut up. He's driving me nuts. And um, and my husband would be like, well, tell him to stop, Dad. Like, just tell him to go, you know. So he'd be like, get out of here. And then he's like, did he go? And he's like, yeah. But he they see, because they're so close to the veil, you know, and they see relatives. And, and he even started to, to say things like, oh, so-and-so. I don't want to see so-and-so. And they, you know come to see me or whatever and and we know they didn't but then an hour later they would show up and and my sister-in-law would be like oh my goodness and I'm laughing because I'm like this is hilarious because he (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) because it it was and he he was very uh probably one of the most pleasant and lovable palliative people ever you know um (laughs) And, and when he passed, he was probably one of the most comfortable spirits that was very active after he crossed over. So, um, which was, which was nice because he was very comfortable with his life and, and crossing over and, and, uh, his family was there and everything. So, so yeah, so, so I've had a, like quite a few experiences like that. (laughs) Quite a few on a daily basis. Yeah. Again, not laughing in disrespect, but, um, yeah, that's funny. That, and then people come in here because they want to connect with their past loved ones. That Erica does, that's what she does. Yes, I wanted Several to talk about that. Several times a week, so there's every scenario you can think of that, that she's had and helped people with and gave them clarity yeah. with people who've crossed over, so, I, so it's something we do all the time here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I've seen, um, I've watched documentary, I've read a few books on it after, but no one's ever been able to like look me in the eye and say, yeah, that that's happened Mm -hmm. to me before. That's cool. Thanks for sharing that. I have Erica written down in a big section here because I know a lot of people who have come to her. Um, and hello fly. (laughs) And, um, I'm looking at this crystal ball right here and I'm just dying to, to know, you know, of course, I know what a crystal ball is, but so Erica does tarot readings, psychom psychometry. So psychometry. Psychometry. So when uh, a piece, an article of something. Yeah. So she can reading. touch it and read what. Right. What um, if it like has 
has a vibration to whoever owns it and the history of it. And she can neat. tell you all about it. Neat. Yeah. Uh, past life reading, spiritual counseling is yeah. the, the are the ones that stood out for me. Uh, and I've had somebody come, not for the, say it again, psycho, psychometry? Psychometry. Psychometry yeah. uh, reading, but that how cool would that be? Mm-hmm. I bet my sister-in-law is listening right now and is thinking because <laughs> um, her father passed away, my, my father-in-law, and yeah, that would be really cool. So, uh, um, crystal ball, what would we use this for? Do, do you see things in it or would Erica see something in it? Um, no. So this, this is just, <laughs> I know, I know prop. this is naive and you're, you're thinking, no, <laughs> Anderson no, no. are naive witchy no. questions. No, not at all. <laughs> crystal balls, like scrying mirrors and everything else, um, they're divination tools. And so everybody has different, different ways of seeing and different psychic abilities and and um so people they're just different tools so that people can utilize their abilities so so crystal ball and a scrying mirror is used to you know to see um to see spirit and get messages from them and to um you know get visions and and things like that um, so it's a it's a physical object that people use to do that. Um, people like Erica, and also myself, we don't need tools. Like Erica doesn't need any tools. Um, she'll pull cards and stuff. Um, I think I think tools tend to make people feel more comfortable, or they they're like, oh, just pull some cards for me. Um, or does she do tarot? They want tarot, um, which she does. But she's a medium, so she speaks to spirit, right? Okay. She, you come in with your with your spirits on you, and she has hers, and they talk, and she tells you what they say, and you know she she has all different abilities that you know she can remote view, she can do all kinds of stuff. So so she's extremely talented, um, and she's been doing it for for almost thirty years. How six years like professionally here since I've opened, so she doesn't really she doesn't need to use tools. She's, right, she's extremely talented wow. that way. Yeah. And is a tarot reading when cards are read for you from a deck? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so, she, would she? You know, that would be more for the visual for the client. She doesn't really need that. She doesn't need that. No. No. She's not somebody like. A lot of people do readings and they've memorized a deck or they just kind of mm-hmm. pull some cards and take a guess or maybe some people talk about their own stuff. I don't know. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, Fair. So. She's an actual she medium, so she it's, yeah. a, it's a visual. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, do you, do you, is there anything that you do here as far as that? Like a practitioner? Or are you doing any readings or anything? No. Um, no. I don't particularly enjoy reading people. Yeah. I, I'm busy running my business most of the time. Yeah. I'll help people. Um, well, I used to more. I've, well, since COVID too, we've been like on and off and, and I've been so busy with things in the store. I've kind of pulled away a lot from, um, I, I enjoy, uh, diagnosing people's 
spiritual issues that come in here or helping them with their spell work. Like if they come in with some sort of problem, oh, I need to, I want to sell my house, right? So I'm like, okay, grab this, 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 and this. Go to it. Come back. Let me know how it works. So we can just come in and talk to you at any mm-hmm. time and talk to you about that? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of time I deal with heavy spiritual issues that people come in. I don't want my staff dealing with them. If it's something that is extremely um, dangerous or difficult, then I send people back to Erica because then she can really do a deep diagnosis of their okay. spiritual issues. Um, and I don't particularly enjoy doing that. Mm-hmm. As much I find, um, just like in normal life, people's situation, they like to talk about it, but they don't really want to do anything about it. Sure. So, so I've kind of gotten very picky and with, mm-hmm. you know, when people come in, the extent that I'll discuss their crazy mm-hmm. issues and demonic possession or yeah. ghosts in their house with because you have to really want to fix yourself, just like anything sure. else in life, right? That's right. So... So I, I kind of pick and choose. <laughs> yeah. But I, I enjoy... Otherwise you absorb. Because not only do you do this, you your husband owns another business that you're active in as well, correct? Well, no. He runs his own business. He does? Okay. Yeah. All right. But, I mean, busy, busy, busy. Yeah. I mean, business savvy. So, I mean, your mind can't be with just a regular... Um, you know, person who doesn't, not a regular person, a person who doesn't want to help himself really and just wants to chat. You know, I know what you're saying. You have a lot. You're doing a lot here. Yeah. Well, and I am here to help and discuss mm-hmm. things with people. You know, when people come in the door, um, they're looking for help. You know, they're looking for somebody who understands them, doesn't think they're crazy. So when they come to a place like this, we are here to, okay, you're not obviously crazy. Problems like, spirits in your home or things flying around or having attachments or or things happen to you like that it's a normal thing that I deal with you know people come in every day it's it's just what yeah what I deal you know it's it's lovely though that you're here it's normal life in here so um so yeah we're here to to help people and 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 stuff but then it's really up to them to do something about it right right? exactly and like you said like anything in life you have to want to change yes yeah um so i uh i want to talk to you about your work with the hiatus house Mm -hmm. before we do that are you um can you answer some random questions for me just to break it up a little bit do you do you need to take a break and go out there or anything no okay we're good. Yeah. All right. Um, your favorite cost Halloween costume that you ever had. Oh, favorite Halloween costume. They're very random, my friend. Oh my goodness. <laughs> random. I don't know. There's so many. Pick one. I don't know. I think the funnest. The funnest time I have dressing up is when I go to festivals and and um, oh and stuff with my girlfriends and there's always like a dress up night and and everybody dresses up in different costumes and there's one time that we all dressed up as witches and we had all our corsets on and stuff oh. like that so I think that was probably the funnest festivals yeah what kind of festivals do you go to like music festivals 
no like pagan festivals. Oh, cool. Yeah, pagan and witchcraft festivals. You're the coolest person ever. Learning. <laughs> I travel to to um, go to different, you know, learning mm-hmm. venues and and seminar like or that. workshops and things like yeah. that. Yeah, that's so yeah, fun. Yeah, so they're always a lot of fun. You've created probably a really nice friendship with a lot of people mm-hmm. throughout that. That's a lovely yeah. thing. Um, who would play you in a movie about your life? Oh my goodness. I have no idea. No? Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. That is very random. <laughs> oh, they're going to get more random. Um, what's the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week? <laughs> the most interesting thing that I've read? Mm-hmm. Let me see. <laughs> Sorry, these are really on the spot. Okay, come back to it. I'm bad. These ones, I've stumped you. I'm so all over the place. Like this, I'm trying to think this week. I've signed up for a business seminar. I've signed up for the um, uh, witchcraft festival that's online in the fall. I'm making this. So I'm like, okay, what's the most interesting thing and that I've you, read? I'm not well, sure. I, I, I know something. What? I will interrupt. You're going to be nominated for yet another award correct did you just find that out yes yesterday when I was working I got the email that I'm I'm being um, honored again with a uh, uh, word of recognition for hiatus house this fall so pretty interesting so yeah I'm very honored you know it's I love doing doing work um, helping them out I wish I could do more I always they need so much funding and and help, so mm-hmm. I'm always um, trying to do my utmost with them. Mm-hmm. Um, a movie that you can watch over and over and not get tired of. Last one, I promise. Oh, Dirty Dancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in the That's corner. right. <laughs> Good one. My mom. My mom will like Love that. Love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's talk quickly about. Uh, the hiatus, not quickly, but about the hiatus house and uh, proceeds from a lot of the products that you make, some proceeds go towards the hiatus house, yes. which is a beautiful thing. Yeah. I know that um, it is important um, place for you, um, special place in every woman's heart it should, because I think probably, I, I know a few women who have utilized it, mm-hmm. and... I say it, but utilized the the this beautiful um, charity. So can you tell me, please, about what it means to you to be so active? I'm sure they just love you, and um, and why the hiatus house it was your choice of all other places. Well, I've I've um, raised money and did work for the hiatus house before I opened my store um, a few years before, so it was. It was just natural for me to want to use my business platform to um, to help them even more. And so myself, um, I grew up in a abusive environment. And so 
throughout my life, I've been in different awful relationships and, um, you know, needed to, to get help and learn new skills. And, and so when I was in my early 20s, I went through their Fresh Start program among many other programs that I went through for uh, codependency and mm-hmm. and um, you know assertiveness and all that that kind of stuff that you have to do to um, help yourself as a as an adult, right? Because mm-hmm. once you're an adult, you're responsible for for your own stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't blame your family for what's happened to you. And so I've always been on that journey since I was in my late teens of personal growth. Uh, because I've had to, I've I've had to work on, um, you know, healing myself from all sorts of uh, traumas that I had in childhood and also as an adult. So, um, so that's why it's so important to me. And all of the products that I make, I give a, give a portion to it to Hiatus House, and even through the pandemic, even when I was closed, I still gave that same amount, even though my sales were lower, I still gave to them because they needed even more, you know, and, and that's just, that's just part of what I do. And if, if you want, um, you know, everybody wants money and abundance and, and stuff and it's all so very selfish, but when it comes down to it, when you want that in your life, you have you have to, you know, I have more than enough to share with with others, mm-hmm. you know. So you just have to pay it forward and mm-hmm. and still help out, right? Yeah. So because if I never have enough, I'm never going to have enough. But if I have more than enough to share with everybody, to share with, with people who really need it, then I'll always have mm-hmm. more than enough, mm-hmm. you know. So, so that's my philosophy. Mm-hmm. And, and they're wonderful there. They oh, have so many prog- they have programs for children and the, the husbands and, like, the whole family. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not just for, it's not just women. Like, that's a, that's, right, and, and yeah, something that people think it's only for battered women. Yeah, and it's very important, too. They have so many programs for children because that's what's most important. You, when you're working on breaking the cycle, you, you have to, you, you start with yourself, but it's the children because they're going to carry on that legacy. So you want to break that cycle starting with, with yourself and with your children because you don't want your children to grow up in that same cycle of, of abuse or codependency. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that's something that's important for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, not a perfect parent whatsoever but hoping all the work I've done will make make it easier for my children to have a better more successful and healthy life and relationships um, more so than I have so Mm -hmm. so they really help with that with the children and so much family support and Mm -hmm. you know and therapy and and everything so yeah it's um, um, do they have like, I, I, it's been a long time since I've, um, like, physically been there to donate anything, mm-hmm. personally. But um, is there, other than the website, do they have, do you know if they have, like, an Instagram or a Facebook or something to, if people want to 
donate or um, yes, they monetarily do. anything. Yeah, they do have um, Facebook and Instagram. Okay, and on their website too, they you can sign up um, to give monthly a one-time donation or monthly. Mm. I think um, I don't know what their regulations and things for during COVID. Sure, with it's different. I look things. Mm-hmm. Um, Usually they accept new items, but I'm not so sure right now. But I know yeah. money's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Money, it is. <laughs> yeah. Because then they can use it where they need it. Where the they most. need it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, well, I think that this has been amazing. This has been really fun. Yeah. I can sit and talk with you forever. I know for <laughs> sure. I wish I would have brought a coffee. Aww. I've got my water, though, everyone. Don't worry. This is part of who I am. But, uh, yeah, thank you so much for doing this with me. Thank uh, it's you. It's been a pleasure. And I'm going to shop now. <laughs> so uh, everyone should come and check out Michelle's beautiful store. I've called it every adjective or noun or oh, whatever it is. Thank but it you is. so much. It's great. Thank Thanks, you. Michelle. I appreciate You're it. You're wonderful, too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>